Hello, 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 and welcome back. It's your favorite girl's favorite girl with Chronicles of a New Black Mom. <laughs> and this week we're bringing some refreshingness to a very old topic. And it's kind of interesting because, like I told you last week, you know, sometimes when I have a conversation with you guys, y'all are like my family, my friends in my head, my cousins in my head, all those good people that you love. We discuss things that either on my mind, I'm going through, or <laughs> it is what it is. And this week's episode is nothing new. And it's about a very interesting topic, but it's about appropriation of hair. Now, if you don't know, I'm African-American, if you haven't heard, because it's called Chronicles of a New Black Mom, and one of the major things I found more interesting than not is the care of my daughter's hair. And the reason I say that is because literally we were having this conversation, you know, maybe a week ago I had with one of my good girl girlfriends about what she was doing with her daughter's hair. And... I have, you know, two stepdaughters that I see often, and then I have my own little baby girl who I, you know, take care of myself. And one of the major things we discuss is hair care. Now, when it comes to hair care, especially with girls, which is what I have mostly, it's a matter of keeping them looking a certain way. And the reason I say a certain way is because it's the appropriation of their hair. Now, I work in a place that has a lot more youth and kids that come in there and frequent us, and we see a lot of things. And I don't judge most by, you know, what your kid may have on, because style is definitely not people's strongest points, how I know, because uh, I've seen how y'all dress as adults. So, I already know y'all dress like who gives a who. But when it comes to hair, it's one of those things that I take very personal because I feel like, especially when you have girls, they need to look a certain way. And I'm not saying, you know, spend thousands of dollars on things, but when I see an eight-year-old with a weave or a 12-year-old with, you know, certain hairstyles, it makes me completely anxiety-stricken. And the reason I say that is because I have a 13-year-old, I have an eight-year-old, and then I have my one-year-old. Now, I'll say this. The 13-year-old wants to look like every young girl she sees on social media. And what I mean by that, she wants pink hair, purple hair, red hair, blonde hair. She wants super long weaves. She wants these extravagantly, very mature styles. And when we go out and we see kids with these extravagant-ass hairstyles, it makes me and my husband kind of cringe because we're like, are you putting your kids in a position where they're looking like... They're too grown, to say the least. And what I mean by that is when you give your 12-year-old a full weave, what what image are you portraying? What image are you trying to get out for the people to look at them and think, oh, they, you know, they're more mature? Are they grown? Are they older than what they need? And the reason I say that is because me and my husband, perfect example, he works a lot of different events. And if you don't know, like, my husband does security, and he does personal bodyguard, and we go to all these different 
festivals and get-togethers. And one of the things he loves to do, especially with the girls, is he loves working the Easter Disco. And if you ain't from Maryland, an Easter Disco is not exactly what you may think. It ain't a disco. It's more or less like an Easter party for kids. And the reason a lot of people do them here, and I'll say here being Maryland, is because it's a safe place for kids to go party and hang out after church and celebrate the Easter holiday. And it's a safe space where they literally sell sodas and juice and crackers and they'll have chips and all that. And they have kid-friendly DJs and they have a social setting where kids who, at that age, you're, you're social. And it's nothing you can do to change that. And when you're a teenager, like I grew up having school parties. So a school party is any event that happened at school that your parents had to sign a permission slip to and you would get to go. It was usually at school and it would be like four to seven. And it was like that hot hangout where you can dress in your regular cute fly clothes and be seen. But me and my husband, you know, when he works, I usually go because the kids are going and I always like to keep a better eye, but I enjoy the fun myself. We went and the age range is from 10 to 18. Now, there are younger kids there because kids have younger siblings and they always ask for parents if they want to stay, they'll let the parents come in for free and then the kids will be two or three dollars. And the reason they do it like that is to promote kids to come out, promote the parents to stay, and promote a safe environment for them to have a good time. Now, one thing I noticed with the parties is how mature these kids are dressing. Super mini mini skirts, leather skirts, crop tops, see-through stuff. And me and my husband both were like, what in the entire hell? But one of the things we definitely noticed was how these kids were looking as far as hair. And boys, it's kind of hard to really make them look more grown. A haircut only goes but so far. I myself am not a huge fan of colored hair on boys. And I think it kind of has a weird image portrayed. But as a parent, you make that choice. But boys, again, don't have the same level of appropriateness. Like, if you know a low-cut Caesar or dress or braids, it's really simple to catch a kid on his age. Kids, especially boys, have a harder time portraying an older look without having facial hair. But girls... I saw girls in there with full weaves, and I mean bundles, and I mean like a, a weave cut bob or a weave cut updo, and I'm like, what is going on? And my first thought is, as parents, how does your child come to you and say, I want a weave? Before they're 15. I grew up in the era of kids looking appropriate, dressing appropriate. I didn't get my first weave like a full head full till I was almost 17, 18. And I had to beg my dad to let me do it because he felt like I wasn't looking age appropriate. Now, I will say he let me have a little ponytail, but it was still age appropriate. The lady who did my hair growing up was a mom, but she also was realistic on the styles that I chose. And I'm from the old school where you picked your hairstyle out of a book, not off of Instagram. And when I see kids, especially girls, who look like they're trying to portray this older image, they already sneaking and putting lipstick on, and they want to put nails on, and they want to have this I'm grown and sexy kind of look. They want to wear a crop top and booty shorts. They're attracting the wrong image. But when it comes to hair, it's a matter of, are you keeping your kids' hair healthy? One of the things I noticed was that a lot of people would just let people do their kids' hair any kind of way. And the reason I say that is because 
I had to get permission to cut my hair. And even then, I didn't cut my hair until I was 18 in college. And of course, me and my daughter had this conversation about how her hair is done because me and her father will, you know, discuss hair images we like or hairstyles we like for her to have and how he wants the stylist to do her hair. And she always wants a more mature, more sophisticated, as she likes to say it, or definitely more grown-looking hairstyle. And I feel as though when you give your kids that kind of wit to let them do these styles, you have to realize who else is looking at them. Who else is saying this is grown and sexy? If you think that, a grown-ass person is thinking that. I myself am very specific. I love seeing little girls with braids and bobos and very hair, you know, savvy ways. And I feel like kids, especially black girls, feel like they have to have a more European look because that's what they see all the other black girls wearing. These long, fluorescent, not fluorescent, but these long, flowing weeds and wigs and show-ins. And I have a 13-year-old who, even at 12, was like, can I get this, you know, blowout? And we're like, you have natural hair. And your hair's not long, and your hair's still trying to get healthy because of, you know, previous damage. So we're going to keep it braided. It makes it versatile. It makes it last longer. And it promotes good hair. She, on the other hand, wanted to go get crochet long curls and long weaves. And, of course, you know, she went to her mom's this summer, and her mom put these long crochet twists in her hair. They were still, yes, age-appropriate. But then she put blonde hair on her hair. And the first thing me and her father looked at was, why did she put that in her hair? She's still a kid. Now, you may think a couple of blonde pieces are death, but you also have to look at what kind of image are you portraying. When I see kids with little pink and purple hair, it kind of makes me chuckle because I remember the little fake Barbie weave extensions that were made out of synthetic hair that the little girls would just clip in their hair to add some funky little color and it was us being spicy. No, but the kids nowadays are getting like purple ends on their hair or they're dyeing their hair all these crazy colors. And when you're protecting your child and putting them in a place where they should be looking a certain age or dressing a certain age, you have now become the bad guy because you're not the parent that's accessing them to these new, more mature, more grown-looking hairstyles. Now, when the eight-year-old wants to get her hair done, she does not like getting her hair done. She will fake cry, and no one's even touching her hair. But the age-appropriateness for her, she wants beads, she wants bobos, she wants, you know, little extra clip-ins, a little extra style. And it's all about getting your kids to enjoy their look but also knowing what look makes them look their age, makes them look appropriate. Now, my little baby, now she is at the age where we're trying to get her comfortable with someone touching her hair, which is also a growing thing because a lot of parents don't realize kids are not fond of people wiping their noses or touching their hair. My daughter is a pure, pure example of that. She absolutely 125% hate people brushing her hair but I don't know how to braid so my daughter is rocking the meanest fro this out of the Mississippi but what I try to do is to promote her getting her hair brushed putting grease in her hair getting her hair to get absorbent and control that curl pattern a lot of people always say you know black people don't have good hair well it comes from the treatment of how you do your hair 
one of my good friends has, you know, hair loss at such a young age on the side of her hair. That came from excess perms, that came from excess, you know, strainage of her hair. And that was an adult. She's trying to find ways to cover and cope and make it look appropriate when she does certain styles just because she's missing hair. The damage that parents do to their kids' hair at a young age, letting them get these tight-ass weaves and wigs and ponytails and having all these kind of styles that don't promote good hair growth affects their kids down the road, and they don't realize it. They don't realize that these heavy, overlasting, definitely overstyled hairstyles are the reason why at 25 you have a kid with no edges and no sides and having to get these, you know, ointments and creams to get their hair promoted growth because they're not even realizing the amount of damage. Now, the perm conversation is a hit and a miss. And the reason I say it's a hit and a miss is because parents choose to perm their kids' hair when they feel right. I, myself, am very old-fashioned where I say give your kids at least to 12 or 13 before you perm their hair. Why? Because... You don't even know the texture of your child's real hair till then. And you also need to promote good, strong hair to promote permage and any heavy, you know, hot comb or any of these heavier hair products that actually do what you think is going to promote their hair to be strong and healthy. Do I think natural hair is for everybody? Absolutely not. Why? Because I've seen adults change their whole hairstyle, life regimen to be natural, and their hair still did not grow the way they wanted to. Do I think perming is the way? I feel like perming is an easy access for black people who have kinky and coily and curly hair to achieve styles that last longer, to achieve curls and different things that make their hair desirable for themselves. I also don't feel like you should perm your hair because it's a thing. I personally feel like when people go and perm their hair, a lot of times it's the easier way to manage. And I don't like when us as black people completely judge another black woman for how she keeps her hair. I myself have been perm and natural and my hair has done seven different things, whether it be they took the perm really well and it lasted super long or it absorbed the perm so heavy and then changed my curl pattern or I realized the damage it did when I didn't upkeep my perm. All these crazy things that made me very more apprehensive on how I take care of my hair. That's why when my daughter being so young, I want her to promote with, you know, I want to promote with her quality of hair. And especially with my stepdaughter. You know, my youngest stepdaughter, she has a mom who's really great about hair and really adamant about how she keeps her daughter hair, how she wants it to look, how she likes for it to stay maintained. And she already knows what she's getting herself into as far as what her daughter will actually keep up and maintain. Especially because her daughter is active. Her daughter does a lot of sports. Her daughter does different things. So her maintaining healthy hair is totally different than my oldest daughter, who, you know, just doesn't wrap her hair at night, doesn't maintain it being healthy and clean, doesn't maintain keeping it greased. And the biggest thing is the kids nowadays want to lay edges. I have a five-year-old goddaughter who'd be like, Ma, can you lay my edges? Because now that's a thing where every kid of every age, especially of a black descent, love having these little swooped up, curled up edges. And as an adult, I'm here for it. I love a little extra pizzazz. But we also have to know how we're doing it. We're putting all this gook and goo and goop and edge control. We are wearing out the thinnest part of our hairline. But the most noticeable part, 
So I say all this to say, you know, maintain that healthy hair. Get your children to love the hair that they have and not the hair that social media and everyone else around them is trying to promote. Why? Because when they love the hair that they have, they'll take care of it, they'll maintain it, and they'll be excited to show it. My sister-in-law was probably the biggest advocate for me to go natural because I saw how she went from having like an inch and a half of hair to now hair down to the middle of her back, almost to her butt, just because of how well she maintained it, how well she grew it herself, how well she kept it up. And it was amazing because I myself, you know, you see on social media when people have these super long, luxurious locks as black people, and you're like, this is not really obtainable. But what I noticed was that seeing it firsthand, where I knew the person, I saw the growth, it gave me a totally different perspective because I knew how it was actually achievable. The biggest faux pas is that I know this, especially when I talk to the, the women who do my hair, is that black people don't know how to maintain their own hair. They don't know how to wash it. They don't know how to deep condition it. They don't know what kind of conditioner or shampoo they need. Don't just go buying the first shampoo you see and know what your hair needs. If you need to go to a person who is actually licensed and trained and it, not just a girl who's doing in weaves and wigs, she will tell you how to maintain that beautiful hair, how to maintain your curl pattern, how to keep your hair healthy under those weaves and wigs, and how to promote it with your children. Get with one of your real salon professionals, people who are licensed, people who went to school, people who know, and ask them, what can I do to promote great hair for my child? What can I use to promote great hair strength for my child? It's not about picking the appropriate hairstyles all the time, but knowing what you have and making it 10 times greater. I appreciate you for listening. I'll talk to you great, amazing, beautiful black people, white people, Asian people, all people in between next week. And I know.